This is a Holy Baptist Church podcast, bringing you into a community in which everyone is welcome, lives are changing, and Jesus is King. Thanks for listening with us today. We would invite you to subscribe so you can keep up to date with us. But for now, we pray you enjoy listening for what God has in store for you in this episode, and that it helps change your life for the better in Jesus' name. Enjoy. Well, good morning. Great to be here. It is Palm Sunday. And um, as Martin mentioned, um, Noah is my grandson, so um, absolutely double bubble um, to be good to be here. It's also the first time I've been on this stage, makes me feel really important. And you also need to know we've also got a new clicker to put the slides on. So if they don't work, um, I'll put the excuses in early on. As Martin says, we come to the last in our Paint Me a Picture series, in which we've looked at how some of the people who wrote the Bible used a picture or an image to help us understand a little bit more of the character of God. So in the last four weeks, we've looked at the potter, a fortress, an eagle, and a shepherd. If you've missed any of them, they're on the HBC YouTube channel. Do catch up. Now, I'm delighted I only have to speak and not actually paint a picture. In my second year at secondary school, at the end of term exam, my art teacher wrote, exam, 30th out of 30, tries hard but has no ability. Probably a touch harsh, but actually also very true. Helen will occasionally remind me that when I was helping with um, the children's work upstairs, I once painted a picture of a stick man that looked a little bit like that. Which, in a very odd sort of way, leads me on to our subject today. We've looked at a potter, a fortress, an eagle, a shepherd, and today we look at a man. But not any man, a very specific man, the person of Jesus, as we continue to find out what God is really like. I don't know if what you conjure up in your mind when you think of Jesus and what he looked like. Um, hopefully not. Don't lose that, um, Susanna. It's um, uh, thank you. Um, um, not um, who you think of. If, you, if you're of a certain age, which is probably my age and a little bit older, you probably think of Robert Powell in the Jesus of Nazareth series, 1970s. Some of you are just looking and shaking your head. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, if you're more of a um, historian. You probably think of maybe the image that was on the Shroud of Turin that supposedly um, showed Jesus' face, which looked like we both in it. Um, if you're an artist, you might think of Michelangelo in The Last Supper and that sort of picture of Jesus, or um, Holman Hunt painted that picture. Um, I don't know what you think Jesus looked like. The, the fact of the matter is, we don't really know. And um, the prophet Isaiah, who lived 750 years or thereabouts before Jesus, foretold that the Saviour would have no beauty or majesty. To put it another way, he was fairly ordinary looking. Or to put it another way, he probably looked like a little bit like you or me. Not saying you're ordinary looking, obviously. So if Jesus' appearance wasn't remarkable, and it wasn't his physical image that is important as we think about the character of God, we need to ask, firstly, who was he, or who is he? And then what did he say, and what did he do 
that can help us understand what God is like. Here's a little short film clip of the responses of people who were asked in the street, who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Mm. Uh, uh, um, uh, I think, uh, uh, I believe he was a person. Um, he is the son of God. I don't believe Jesus ever really existed. The son of God. If I have to answer that question, I would say God. Uh, he plays on the wing for Chelsea. If you read the Bible, I, I don't think I could believe in all of that. Everything. You can be any, but for me, he's everything. Who is Jesus? To be honest with you, I don't know. I'm not super religious or anything, so. I mean, he, I guess he's a savior or something. <laughs> Personally, I think that Jesus was probably a really cool dude who lived a long time ago and gave great advice to people, and it snowballed from there. So the man on the clip that said, I didn't believe he really existed, we have to say there is plenty of historical evidence to back up that Jesus was a man who lived 2,000 years ago. Indeed, if you go onto the internet, there is this sort of debate that goes on as to whether there is more um, evidence of Jesus existing or Julius Caesar existing. Um, I don't think it really matters. I think if you are a historian, you will know that both actually lived on this planet. So if Jesus did live, what did he say or do? Well, Jesus' life is very well documented. There are 10 early manuscripts of Caesar's Gallic Wars, which I studied. Caesar's Gallic Wars. Yep, good, got that. Which I, which, um, there's, there's 10 manuscripts to talk about Caesar's Wars. There are over 5,000 early manuscripts of the New Testament telling us what Jesus did. And if those manuscripts, and from those manuscripts we learn some pretty outrageous claims that Jesus made. For example, if we read in John's Gospel, John was a follower of Jesus who lived at the same time. And his, in his account, he, re, he records that Jesus said, whoops, go back. If you've seen me, you have seen God. John chapter 14, verse 9, Jesus says, if you've seen me, you've seen God. Now, I wonder if that was a bit like, if you've seen Helen, you've seen Angie. Um, they are very similar in many of their ways. Was it a claim that somehow Jesus was a bit like God? Or was it more than that, that Jesus was actually saying, I am God? Well, that debate is sorted when Jesus says quite clearly, I and the Father are one. Jesus is saying, I am am God. It's a mysterious claim that Jesus makes. And he then goes on to say, your sins are forgiven. Now, if you've upset me, it's within my right to forgive you. If you've upset Helen, it's a little bit odd for me to forgive you for what you've done to Helen. If you've upset a stranger I have never, ever met, it'd be absolutely absurd for me to say, your sins, what you've done wrong is forgiven. But Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. He is claiming to be God. Indeed, the religious leaders at the time were waiting for something to pin on Jesus so they could kill him. And it was this, when he said, your sins are forgiven, they said, ah, he is claiming to be God. So there's some, and, and finally, Jesus says, I'm the way and the truth and the life. John records that Jesus tells us that the truth of the matter is, he is the way 
to God and everlasting life. So we ask the question again, who is this Jesus? Who do you say is this Jesus? C.S. Lewis, the chap that wrote the Narnia Chronicles, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, says there are only three possibilities. Jesus, and this is Neil's paraphrase, not what actually C.S. Lewis wrote, but he said either Jesus was a bad man, he was an ordinary man that went round deceiving people, tricking people, preying on the vulnerable. He deceived them with clever words. In fact, he had nothing really to offer. He was a fraud. And if Jesus wasn't a bad man, then maybe he was a madman. He went round saying, I am the son of God. I am the same as God. He wouldn't be the first or the last person to say that. Was he just deluded? Well, the third possibility, he's either a bad man, a madman, or what he said was true. The person, the girl at the end of that clip that said, I think he was just um, a really cool dude who lived a long time ago and gave some great advice to people, cannot be the case. He did say some great things, but he claimed to be the son of God. And if we accept that third possibility, and I appreciate a lot of you here this morning will be way ahead of me to me saying, yes, I know all of this. But if you accept that third possibility, we then have to ask ourselves, what did Jesus teach and what did Jesus do? If we want that image painted of the Son of God, if we want the, the image of painted of what God is like, then what does Jesus show us? got three more verses to show you. The first one is Jesus says you are to love your neighbor as yourself. And those that know the story of the Good Samaritan, the person they ask, it says, who is my neighbor? And God and, and Jesus virtually replies, everyone. And we are to love our neighbor. We are to forgive them. We are to respect them. We are to put ourselves in their shoes. We are to pray for them. We are to consider them better than ourselves. And if that's not difficult enough, Jesus goes on to say, love your enemies. The people that you don't like, the people you don't agree with, the people that wind you up, the people that say really stupid things, and the people that really get on your nerves, what are you to do? You are to love them. You are to respect them, forgive them, put yourself in their shoes. And what's the third thing that makes it even more difficult? By this, everyone that will know that you are my followers if you love one another. There was a politician in the early 2000s, I think it was possibly Tony Blair, but I may have that wrong. And he gave this famous speech, and it was education, education, education. The message of Jesus, if we want to look and see what is like, is love, love, love. When I speak on a Sunday morning, those that know me well, I don't speak very often, but when I speak on a Sunday morning, I often have three points, and they all begin with the same letter, and there's a vague hope that when you go home, you'll um, remember at least something of what I said. Well, today it's even easier. I have three words. They all start with the same letter. In fact, they are all the same word. If we want to look at what Jesus says to us today, what is the character of God? It is to love, love, love. And of course, as we enter Holy Week and the week running up to Easter, we remember that Jesus demonstrated this love. 
this unending love, this ultimate love. You pick your own superlative word to describe God's love for us as Jesus died on the cross to pay the price of our wrongdoing. So if you're sitting here now, if you're watching from home, good morning. If you're catching up on YouTube, the question is, if you're one of those people that was asked on that clip at the beginning, who do you say Jesus is? And then there was a second question, and how does that affect the way you live your life? How would you answer? It's Palm Sunday, and we remember that Jesus rode into Jerusalem. And um, secular reports say there were probably 2,000 people in Jerusalem, 2 million people in Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. They'd all come around to celebrate the Passover festival. And, um, and some had probably heard of Jesus the teacher, or Jesus the miracle worker, possibly Jesus the king was in town. And we read the crowds waved palm leaves in front of him as a sign of victory and triumph. And they shouted, Hosanna, save us. And they put cloaks on the road, in the, on, on the floor, in very much the same way as we roll out the red carpet for a king. But we also read that there were others in Jerusalem who were plotting Jesus' downfall, even his death. The religious leaders of the time, the Pharisees, and particularly the Sadducees, who were more concerned with their own interests, their wealth, and making most of the political situation that actually suited them quite well. But it was Palm Sunday, and the Jesus followers, it was the Jesus followers making all the noise, getting the attention, feeling good. It's always easy to go along with the crowd, isn't it? But by the end of the week, when the religious leaders of the day had got their way, when Jesus had been betrayed, arrested, killed, those shouting and cheering at the beginning of the week were suddenly very thin on the ground. They'd run away. They'd melted into the background. Maybe they'd seen the tide of human sentiment and had joined the crowds demanding for the crucifixion of Jesus. So I guess we need to ask those two questions. Who is Jesus? And what difference does it make to my life? Not on a Sunday morning when we're proverbially waving the palm branches. Obviously, we're an English Baptist church, so we don't actually wave things. We just, we just sing about it. Um, well, there was, some wave, there was some waving going on, so I'm being a bit harsh. Um, um, but perhaps we need to ask those questions in the difficult times, when life is not easy, when we feel isolated, when we have issues with no one seeing, with no easy way out, when we've fallen out with those closest to us, when our social media feeds tell us that we should be looking out for ourselves because we are the most important. And what's our answer to those questions then? Who is Jesus and what difference does it make in our life? Do we still show that love that Jesus showed through his death on the cross? And today, as I said before, is a wonderful day because it's Noah's dedication service. In short, Robin and Helen have dedicated themselves to raising Noah in the Christian faith. And you lot have promised to help them do that. It's not an easy task, not only because of Noah's autism, but we live in a world that is a mess. The truth is no longer obvious. Temptation is everywhere. And everyone seems to have an alternative view on everything. The increasing worldview seems to be, if it's okay for you, then it's okay. Yet Robin and Helen believe in the person of Jesus. 
the man who came in human form 2,000 years ago and showed himself to be God and pointed to himself as the way back to God. You see, they know of the love, love, love of God, both in the good times and in the difficult times. And I have no doubt there will be their fair share of those. And yes, they will have the support of their immediate family, their friends, thank you for those that have travelled distance today. They'll have the support of their wider church family. But most of all, they can rely on the love of an everlasting God demonstrated through the person of Jesus. So a fairly short and simple message for us this Palm Sunday. The question is, who is Jesus? The second question is, what do we, how does that change our lives as we come up to Easter? And the third question is, how do we show that love of God that Jesus demonstrates to us? That was today's episode of Holy Baptist Church podcast. We hope it's prompted you to want to follow Jesus, hopefully a lot, but even just a little bit more closely. If you have any questions about what you've heard in today's episode or you want to know more about what it means to follow Jesus, you can email us gotquestions at holybaptist.org.uk. We would love to hear from you. It would really make our day. If you want to hear more from us, just a reminder, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or you can download the Holy Baptist Church app on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store by simply searching Holy Baptist Church. Thank you again for listening to Holy Baptist Church podcast. We pray God will bless you and we'll see you next time.